0: Welcome back. This week is uh, Parashas Tezria Mitzayra and we're going to continue with the Halachas of Kashris in the Kitchen, this is part 2. And um, today we're going to continue to deal with what needs a Hashkacha and what's not and we're also going to begin to discuss uh, a better understanding of how Hashkacha works so that we can have a good feel for the differences between Hashkachas, the, the national Hashkachas and the smaller Hashkachas to try to get gain an understanding of that. So first, I, I just to begin with the first point, um, vitamins. I'm often asked about whether they need to be kosher or not. So obviously, it's wonderful if you can get kosher vitamins, and a lot of times they're they're available. You can get them online, uh, or in the store if they're they're available there. Um, if they're not available, you can generally you can get any vitamin, um, and it's also. It, there are uh, ways to you can use from the label often I can tell if there's any issue of cashews with it so if you ever want to know you can feel free to take a picture of the label or just find me online you know send me the name and the brand and I can find the the label information online and we can figure out easily figure out from there usually whether there's a cashews issue or not but the real cashews issue only is by chewables that's really where it becomes an issue so with children's medication that's where you uh, really need to be more careful, or with um, medication that you can drink. That's where it becomes more of an issue. But the good news is is that uh, the, the, the national website, the national Kashmir organizations have on their websites a list. So, like, you can go to Star K. And Star K has a list that's available all year round so you can know which children's medications are kosher and which ones are not. Like, for example, uh, I just checked uh, children's Benadryl, and it's okay in the bubblegum flavor, dye-free, and cherry flavors. It's very easy to access the information. So whenever there's a chewable or there's something that you drink, uh, it's, it's worthwhile to check over there to make sure that it's kosher. And usually it's easy enough to find a brand or a type or a flavor that's kosher and uh, to, to, work, to work with that. When it comes to spices, all spices need do actually need a heksher, even though essentially there isn't such a chashash that there's any other ingredients there because it's a it's pretty much 100%, you know, garlic or whatever. But the problem is is that pri- spices are often a daver kharif, which means that if they're cut with the wrong kind of knife or anything like that, if they're, they're cut with uh, interchangeable knives, uh, that, that creates a problem, and often other things are processed in the same plant. Tarfas are processed in the same plant, so there can be cross usage of, of the the machinery used to create the spices, so therefore they do need a extra, so all spices do need a extra, and obviously some spices have the additional issue of telloim, they have an issue of bugs, so that also is a concern. Um, canned goods. Also, all canned goods need a heksher because they are cooked. They're always, almost always cooked in the in the plant, or they're steamed. And obviously, there's there's a, they use the same equipment, and there could be tray for things that are done in the same plant that are canned in the same plant. There's also a process that they use to cook the cans, which is called the retort process, and they use the same water to call to cook all cans, whether they're cooking, you know the 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 Campbell meat nevela soup and they cook the baked beans in the same the same water and that goes through the can halachically that the taste goes through the can so that would create a an issue as well so anything that's canned would does need a haksha regardless of what is in the can I want to talk a little bit about tuna tuna you know you'll see and if you go to shalom's you'll notice that the uh, the tunas that are ou like um, you know, uh, Starkist Bumblebee can be uh, I don't know like eighty nine cents a can, or the 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 Shoprite tunas could be very cheap, less than a dollar. And then you look down the shelf and you see the Dugham tuna and it's like three dollars a can. So like, what's going on over here? Why would anybody pay triple uh, for a kosher brand tuna? Tuna is tuna, right? What's the difference? So I want to explain what the difference is. The difference is is that there's an inherent par- problem with cashless of tuna and the problem is is that the way tuna is processed is that you have these huge shipping boats the um fishing boats i'm sorry that go way out to sea and they remain there for months and everything is done on the boat so they um they uh catch the fish they process the fish they can the fish and they cook the fish everything is done on the boat and it's just there for months at a time so it's very impractical to have a mashgiach. like which mashgiach is going to live on a fishing boat of all places for three months at a time. It's hard enough to be a mashgiach as it is, uh, to, go out, you know, to go away from family and from Yiddushkeit for three months and be on a fishing boat with sailors, it's almost an, an, impossible, uh, it's an impossible thing to do. So therefore, basically, it's very hard to get a mashgiach on a boat. So what, what's the cash's problems? There are two main cash's problems. One catchus problem is is that in the process of catching tuna they often catch other fish along with them as well most uh, most uh, typical is they would catch dolphins. So there's a catch issue that other trefe fish get mixed in to the kosher fish. Number two, the, the bigger problem, which we'll see, is a bishel akam. Uh, they're cooking the tuna. The tuna that you get in the can is not raw fish. It's cooked. It's cooked, And that's bishel akam that's been cooked by Guy. You need to have a mashkich to turn on the fire for it to be bishel yisrael. So those are very two serious problems. And that's why you would essentially need a hashkocham. So dogim tuna, they have a mashkiach in every boat, and that's why it's so expensive. Because I imagine what they do is, is that they have much shorter runs; they don't go out there for three months. So they go and they come back, and therefore everything is a lot more expensive. So that's what the dogim tuna does. They have a mashkiach, they have a mashkiach, He checks that it's fish, that's tuna, and it's not dolphin. He checks that uh, he turns on the fire, and that's that's how you get that. Tu- that's why you, that that's how you get that tuna. The OU maintains that it's not necessary. Why? So as far as the dolphin is concerned, they say that that's not such a chashash because it's in the company's best interest, quality control, that there should be no dolphin in your tuna can. I can't imagine it tastes the same. So that that's they, it's in their best interest to remove the dolphin. I believe they even give a bonus to the workers when they remove dolphins. Plus, the don't or the the workers themselves like to keep the dolphins for themselves whatever the reason is, so it that seems like that is actually a very reliable svara that the dolphins is less of a concern. However, what is a greater concern is Bishalakam. So in order to get by the ish Bishalakam, they have a few different svaras, a few different heterim, which each one individually, they will say, is not really enough to rely on, but being that they have a few, so you can combine them and create a hetra strong enough to rely on. And it's, uh, you know, they're, 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 each one of them is not like like they themselves admit. They're questionable. One swara that they have is, for example, that the tuna sits in brine. It sits in the seawater for a while. And it gets brined, which means like a herring. Herring is raw, right? Why is it edible? Because it's, it's brined. It's salted. And it sits that way for a while, so it becomes edible. So this tuna also sits that way. Now, the, the tuna doesn't quite sit as long as herring sits. And it's a whole huge fish, so it doesn't quite get as brined. So if you would take a bite out of it, you most undoubtedly would spit it out. But it... It could be eminently edible, and that's one sad hatter. Like I said, it's a weak a weak sad hatter, but it's a sad Then they have other sad that the method that the, that it's cooked, it's cooked in the can already. So it's canned, and then the whole can is cooked through a steaming process. And there's an argument that that's not called normal kind of cooking, so it doesn't, it's not subject to the laws of Bishalakam. Again, it's a very questionable hattur. So they combine a few of these different sfaris, and altogether they say it's enough to rely on that you do not require Bishra so that's why the OU allows it as is, and that's therefore the OU is much uh, cheaper. Now, the star K doesn't allow tuna that isn't Bishul straw. and hence the VAD of Greater Washington, which follows all the star K's policies, we only allow Bishul straw tuna. So if you buy tuna in Shalom's, in the, you know, in, in the deli, or if you buy in Goldberg's bagels or in kosher pastry oven, the tuna you're going to be getting is Bishul Yisrael tuna. And it's also, it's it's a, uh, it is a particular issue which is worthwhile to be machmer on, but as I said, it's quite an expensive khumrah. It's going to be, it's triple the amount of tuna, and if you do consume large amounts of tuna, uh, that can make a significant difference. So, you know, obviously the OU is, is reliable as well, but this is this is what the issue is, I just want you to understand, it's important to understand the difference. Um, I will start talking about hashkaches. Uh This is really a big, um, topic to understand the difference between Ashgacha, so we'll continue into next week, but I just want to give a little overview. And the the what I was just talking about, which is tuna, is actually a good springboard to get into it, because the reason why I know what the OU relies on and what the Star-K relies on and their policies is because they're very transparent about it. The OU publishes what it does, how it does it, and why it does what it does. And the reason they they the reason why we we the hashkafas we very reliable amongst a number of other reasons is because they're a national organization, they are sort of extraordinarily professional and they're very transparent. So you know exactly what they're doing, why they're doing, and they stick to their policies. So you can either choose to agree with their policy or not agree with their policy, but you know at least what's going on, right? You know what they're doing, so you know you know and you know that they they're good at what they do. To understand the difference is the number of Navarash have achsherim, which are national achsherim. So they're huge, uh, they're, they're huge achsherim, like the star K, OU, OK, Chaf CRC, those achsherim. And those achsherim are, they keep to a national standard, which means they're extraordinarily professional, and there are professional standards that they stick to. So that means, like, it's the difference between, um, you know, when you buy... Uh, let's say in your own house, uh, if you were to tile the floor yourself versus when a professional tiles the floor, right? So when a professional tiles the floor, it's all even; uh, they're not, you know, uneven. They don't pop up after a month. They don't break. Whereas uh, when you do it yourself, obviously, you can very much tell the difference. Professionality is a very huge difference in the in the output, in the in the in the product. And uh, likewise, when a person's own uh, comfort, right, when you uh, when go into some mom and pop shop and they serve you coffee made in their own little coffee maker, you know, you'll be very uncomfortable drinking that. Forget about cashes just from, you know, cleanliness and from who knows, you know, what went into that coffee maker, how it's washed. But you go to a Starbucks, you're very, cla- you're very comfortable drinking there because you know they have professional standards. So the large hashkachas, which are national hashkachas, they allow themselves to be audited by an organization called ACO, uh, and uh, they they're they're very transparent and they're very professional. So the standards alone make them a whole different level of hashkachem. Whereas the smaller hashkachas, you just have to know there's no guarantee. It's it's usually run by one person, who you have to know if he's reliable, if he's not reliable, you have to know if he's a yarishmaim, if he's not a yarishmaim, and you have to know if he knows what he's doing. You can be a very big yarishmaim, you can be very honest, and you can mean very well. But that doesn't mean that you know what you're doing. It doesn't mean that you know the ins and outs. And it doesn't mean that the company won't be able to pull the wool over your eyes. So I I'll, next week, Bez Hashem will explain this topic further and uh, try to get a little bit of understanding how to to uh, recognize what's a good hashkacha and what's not a good hashkacha, and, and how to how to go about that, but th- it's important to understand the value of the national that so they're very valuable for that reason that they are very professional, and their standards are great, and they have a huge amount of control and expertise, so you know you're eating something that is you know reliable kosher, reliably kosher when we say there's like uh, chumras, and regarding this, or regarding that it's basically because there's different policies for the most part, and Sometimes the policies are based on Heterim, and perhaps we'll choose not to rely on those Heterim. And that's a choice, but at least you know exactly what you're doing, you know exactly what you're getting. So, that's the, that's the introduction to the concept of Hashka. Hashka so we'll talk more about it, Be'ez Hashem, um, next week.